This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results, Darren Ahern, and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Objected to letting Barrier out. He was in jail serving a 10-year sentence he received in July of 2021 after he pled guilty to a gun-running charge. Ted Lindner. All right, folks. Sorry about that. Little technical difficulties to start off the new year. There's always a gremlin that gets inside of the system and like goes wild at times. If you've never had a technical difficulty with your internet or electronics, you haven't been alive long enough. You know, this is T. Why we call our kids in the 13 year old. Fix this. It's going crazy. What's going on? So, how do I get um, email on my phone? Yeah, exactly. Ask What's it asking for a password? What's a password? No. All right. So welcome back. Uh, happy 2022. It's good to hear from everybody. And I've got with me from Presidential Bank Mortgage, Mr. Terry Kernan. All right, buddy. I'm back, back, back in town. Back I, in the saddle. Yeah, man. We came climbing down off the 12,000-foot mountains of Vail, Colorado, skiing. Off, all my boys went nuts. Um, Terry, it is so big out there. We never skied out there. I've been there for a real estate conference, but I never understood what was on the back side of the front side. They call the bulls, and there's like five of them or whatever, and they're like they call the poppy fields and the china bulls and this and that and everything. And these are all like black diamonds, like and these and and the bull. One of the bulls alone is almost two and a half miles across. It takes like 30 minutes to ski down, and and it's like steep. It's 12 inches of powder of snow. You're up to your eyeballs in it. And my kids are jumping off 10 and 15 foot rocks and cliffs skiing in the backcountry. We're passing signs that says, warning, don't cross this line. You could surely die. I mean, no kidding. We're getting pictures of this stuff. Really? It's that intense. It is the most intense skiing besides when I was in Alaska. But even my 13-year-old was able to keep up with us, and they were loving it. But, man, they got winded. I, I wore their butts out. We did over 70 miles of skiing in three days' time, and um, they got to ski in some of the greatest conditions. We had about a foot of snow while we were out there, and it was, like, amazing. So there's nothing like it as a father to be able to spend time, quality, one-on-one with your kids and being able to um, have that kind of time. So that's what I got to do to start off the new year and get my head ready for real estate. So here we go. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw some pictures, and uh, I, uh, I heard the skiing out there is just unbelievable. Mary but, Susan went to Park City one time, and she said, I'm not a big fan of skiing, but you can get you can become a big fan when you're in 12 inches of powder, and it's not that not big Not one deal. time in ice going down the mountains and stuff. So it was pretty amazing. They want to go back, you know, they want to go live there and buy a place there. But the cheapest condo, by the way, I was looking at the real estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about $1,000 a square foot. Okay, so 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 yeah, so yeah, so a two bedroom, two bath condo in Vail, uh, you can't touch for under a million dollars. It's about one point two, one point four million. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah, it's only about two thousand dollars a night to stay out there. By the way. <laughs> wow. wow. That's the average, by the way. All right, here we go, folks. Let's get into it. Um, Terry, everybody wants to know where did the numbers land for this year for 2021 in Frederick County? Uh, but first, I'll tell you, there's 272 homes on the market, 138 resales, 17 days average on the market. That's shifted a little bit in the last two, three weeks. Um, 462,000 median average sale price, 134 new construction, which will pretty much, that's actually down a little bit. Um, 41 coming soon. This is the big number right now. Now, this is the big Coming number. Soon. 41. Shouldn't that be higher? Oh, I was predicting 60 or 70. 41. 41. Well, that's not a good sign, is it? 
uh, not for buyers. It's good. Like, where's all the sellers? I mean, yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Pending under contract, 631 um, new homes. Ooh, this is the first time I've ever seen with pending homes under contract, which means under contract. Everybody says, what does active under contract mean? Uh, it could mean there's Just a contingency. Like it it's Just like it sounds. It's active. Yeah. It's under contract. It's under contract. What's but- the active part? The active means the seller, the buyer doesn't have all their contingencies met yet. Okay. Now, the big one, of course, is the house to sell contingency, which almost no, I, I don't know a lot of sellers are going to take that. And they'll take a house to settle, but maybe not the house to sell. But I did, but I did get one um, a week and a half ago is, is uh, in Myersville, $1.15 million home. Okay. Um, and yes, they were, the, the sellers were willing to take a house to sell contingency because, it's over a million dollars and not a whole bunch of people are showing. And by the way, it's a cash deal. So not a lot of people are just walking in with like a Merrill Lynch account. There's a hundred million dollars in cash. Let's settle tomorrow. We don't know how to know him to sell contingency. That's not real normal overall. No, it doesn't sound like Right. Financing or not, doesn't matter. So we're, here's the thing we're seeing, though, is um, we've not seen this, I don't think. New home construction is uh, 383 pending under contract. Okay. In 248 resales, there are more brand new builds under contract than existing resale homes. Almost double. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've never seen the numbers like, like this is like, wow. Okay. It just means there's no inventory out there. Sold in the last 30 days. Ooh, this has really come down like we thought because members a backlog a month or two. 410 homes have sold in the last 30 days. 21 days average time on the market. So, oh, to end up the year, 99.9% average list to sell price, which means that's pretty darn impressive considering the average is usually about 97, 97.6, 97.5. So still very, very strong. It's good. Good so, year for sellers. Yes, it has been. So um, here's the numbers real quick for the whole year end. I want to run through this. And Terry, as I told you, my contacts are acting up with the lightning. This is the big thing people want to know is where did the plane land for 2021 in Frederick County? It's real quick. Yeah, there's my eyes. that will mess them. <laughs> 14.21% was the appreciation over. That's over 1% a month. 14.21. Um, 14 days average time on the market. That is insanity. And uh, 99.4% loan, like like list to sale price, which is amazing. And, um, oh, here's the big number, Terry. Holy cow. Look how many sales. There were, there were what, 6,217 sales versus last year, 2020, was, uh, what, 5,386. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Over forty, um, over forty-four hundred homes sold within ten days, which means sixty-seven percent of all homes sold within ten days. Two-thirds of every home that got listed for sale sold within ten days. That's that is off the charts. So far, you can't even fathom it because I would predict maybe a third of the market, 30, right. 30, right. 30 35 percent of homes go under contract within ten days, not sixty-seven. So, so, what kind of message is this? being sent to people that are in the house, like that have been preparing, getting geared up since last fall, kind of getting ready for the spring market. What kind of message are those numbers sending? That it's going to continue? It it does based on what we've seen as a trend, but then we get this neat article that came out yesterday we're going to talk about, about okay. what is being predicted. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's definitely, yeah, 
it's just de- definitely the mindset is, hey, things are still keep the market seatbelt fastened. Yeah, keep that's, it fastened. It hasn't changed enough to see any signs of anything, but yet it's uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows the future. And and so what you're saying is you're saying you told us the old numbers from last year, and then you're telling us the new numbers that are happening right now. So what I'm deriving from it is. If you have not sold your house, you have not missed the boat. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's no doubt. We'll don't we will let you know when the boat really did leave and as far as the market shifting and you you're gonna be lucky to get your asking price. I mean, like forget about multiple offers, forget about escalation clauses, forget about as is. We're going to let everybody know in real time, and that's why we love our listeners, because this kind of questions people are getting and we're going to talk about today is uh, based on a lot of that. Let's talk about your neck of the woods, Montgomery County, for all of our friends down in Montgomery County. Moco, baby. Your horse did not beat Frederick County this year. That's amazing. You didn't win. Your appreciation was 9.95. Not bad. Almost no, 10%. Take You'll take it. I'll take that. Average days on market was 18 Oh, just one more day more than Frederick County. Yeah. So in a lot of respects, but uh, that's, that's you know, a lot of growth, a lot of good volume. Numbers are up. Um, Washington County, 8.70. That's great. Yeah, because they normally average three to four, mm-hmm. sometimes in some places less, sometimes a little more, but 8.7. I want to hear days on the market for Washington County. Uh, 25. Wow. Last year, good. they ended at 25. Previous year, 2020, was 50. Cut that in half. 25 average days. And then our folks out in Carroll County out there in, you know, good old Tawny Town and Westminster and all that, our listeners out there, 9.86. Not bad. Not bad at all. And theirs was 14 days on the market. They actually, they tied Frederick County's time on market. So there's the trend. Trends are a friend. Um, not bad. Not, not, not bad at all. But the thing I want to read, this thing came in the mail. This I got yesterday. It says sales projected. Uh, to decrease in 2022. Well, that got our attention. You know what I'm saying, right? What they had talked about, Terry, in the article was the predictions for annual home price appreciation by the quarter. And it says first quarter of 2022 on pace to do 12.1%. Now, this is national. This is a national. Yeah, okay. this is this is national. So this is like the big elephant in the room, not like his paw, right? Like Frederick County or Washington or, or Montgomery. Twelve point one. But this is what we. This is what Kenny McLean, our appraiser, and this is what we've been talking about. This just helps us to stay on track. Twelve point one pace. But then it says in the second quarter of twenty twenty two, it's going to slow to six point eight percent. That's in half. What did we predict in here? A month or two ago with Kenny McLean as our appraiser. It was going to be cut in half. Cut in half. This is what they're putting out there. And so this for the sellers. This, this There's two thoughts to this. For the seller, don't expect your home to keep going up this next year in value at 12, 13, at 12%, 14%. It's going to get back to 5 and 6. Here's what buyers need to know about that number. You're still going to pay more in a month or two for a house than you would today. <laughs> just not as much. Just not, not. It's just not going as way afar as much. Yeah. So the easiest way to explain it is, is coming out of the gate in the first quarter, we're going to still have that increase in demand mm-hmm. and low supply. Yep. So the value, so the prices are going to continue to go up. When things shift, the demand, I believe, is going to lessen the higher the rates go. Yep. And we're going to talk about that, but the higher the rates go. So second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, that's what you're talking about, is that's where the shift is going to be to 
only about half the appreciation that we're experiencing now. Yep, yep. No okay. doubt about it. That's just making sure I understand this. Uh, that, yeah, you're on. You you know what's going on, and uh, that's what the first question I want to ask. But hey, we want to open up our phone lines this year to all of our callers and listeners out there. 301-694-9363. You can text in a question. Terry and I will answer. Our producer will get it, or you can call in and we'll grab it right real quick, and we will be more than willing. Terry, that's the cool thing about love about our show is all year long we get tons of people asking lots of questions. This is all the content we're sharing with you. It's coming from you guys as our listeners, and we want to thank the thousands of people out there and all those on Facebook and everything else. So, all right, Terry, buyers' expectations for the spring market. What are we going to expect and sellers and all that? What do you see coming as the biggest changes for loans for 2022? Besides interest rates going up. Besides what do you see going rates. on? Everything. So, <clears throat> so basically what I see is there's going to be a loosening of guides, guidelines, in order to buy a house. And the question is, why would you do that? Let's be very clear here. The government has always and will always want people to buy homes over renting. Okay? So when rates go up, you're going to lose some buying power. Mm -hmm. That's natural. The demand is going to go down. So I feel that there's going to be some lightening of uh, guidelines that will basically allow... Um, buyers to still continue to purchase, to basically still be interested in purchasing and still be able to work towards home ownership. The government doesn't want us to not own a home. It, you know, everything shows education is better. Crime is better. Everything, every category there is, is better. Healthier, yeah. Healthier when you own a home. No doubt. So that's why the government's going to push. And I think that we're going to see some lightning of um, guidelines where so you say where the where's the lightning going to be the first area I think is they're going to allow credit scores to not be in the 640 620 range I think they're going to take a look at lightening up um, where a loan is approvable based on credit score the second thing that I think is that there's going to be more down payment assistance programs presidential bank we came out with a CRA down payment assistance program that is new for this year. It's a sign of exactly what I'm talking about is we're taking a look at certain areas that will meet our CRA, our Community Reinvestment Act, and we're giving $5,000 at the settlement table to buyers that are buying in these census tracts, okay? Where are the census tracts? We've got four in Frederick. We've got a ton in Montgomery County and most of Prince George's County. Okay, so what we're so what you're seeing is people are giving more down payment assistance on the one that we're giving. You could be buying a house in my neighborhood and you could be you could make a 200 grand a year, 300 grand a year. You could have all the money in the world. But if you buy in a census tract that we have deemed a community reinvestment area, then what we're going to do is we're going to give you $5,000 at the settlement table to put towards your closing costs. Not down payment. We can't do that, but we can give you a lender credit of $5,000. Yeah. It's not built into the rate. Presidential has put it into a pool of money, and we draw off of that pool. It's a great program, $5,000. So what you're seeing is that as rates go up and the buying power diminishes, you're going to see more things that will entice buyers to come out. And so we're going to see a gradual change. Every year we get farther from the crash of 2008, Yep, you see a slight 
lift of the restrictions that were put in place in 2009. Oh, yeah, no doubt. 2010, 2011. Mm -hmm. It was very, very hard to get a loan. I believe that they've got to lighten up on the self-employed borrowers. Oh, yeah. Okay? I believe that that has to happen here in 2022. Okay? We've talked about the self-employed. The the self-employed are not being um, destroyed as much as they were when the pandemic first hit. Okay? Most self-employed people are back in the saddle. Okay? Why should we still punish them for for their income when there yep. was no income in 2019 or 2020. So so I think self-employed's the other area. So yes, exactly right. As rates go up, as diminishing buying power happens, you're going to see a lightening of the um, current environment that we have to underwrite a loan. And that is my opinion. All right. So credit scores, you said about 620. Everybody wants to know, well, what credit score do I have to have to qualify for a loan? Obviously, it's... It, there's a lot of factors, as you have said, that people need to understand, and that's why they need to talk to you. Um, do you think we're going to see people in the 585, you know, 60 credit score range getting loans coming up this year? So it, it, let me be very clear. FHA will go down to a 580 credit score. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They will go down. The question is, FHA will approve it, but who wants that loan in their portfolio? Very, very, very few people. Yeah. So at presidential, we'll go down as far as 600 in certain cases, but we use 620 as a benchmark. Okay. okay? It's been shown through however many years you want to look back. If somebody has low credit scores, the chance of them going to foreclosure is is much, much higher yeah. than somebody with great credit scores. It's it's just common sense. So FHA says we'll 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 buy a loan down to 580. But it doesn't mean that people want to put that and back that loan and put it in their portfolio because the chance is a higher risk loan. So what happens at a 580 credit score? There are very, very few people out there that um, want to do that loan as as an investment or as a mortgage company. Very few people that want to do the loan as a mortgage company. And... The ones that are out there, uh, the chance of the loan going to settlement is usually slim because there's just a lot that gets involved, and it's usually not a healthy situation when you're taking a look at a buyer's market. Nobody wants to do a loan or see yeah. a loan at 580. All right, let's talk about real quick, um, obviously, the 20% down conventional, no mortgage insurance. We're seeing programs coming out now saying, oh, you can only you only have to put down 10% with no more insurance. I don't know if the interest rates are higher or not or how that all works, but we're starting to see the creativity. We're starting to see with investments, you don't have to put down 20% for an investment or a second home. You only have to put down 15% now, but you need to have credit for this, and then you got to do this. So what are the changes? What are the laxing of the guidelines? How um, how do you – are you seeing a lot more of that now starting to crop up from all the different angles of more creativity, if you will? We have not seen it yet uh, as much because we've been on fire for the last 18 months. Last 21 months it's now. Yeah. Okay. We've been on fire. We have not needed, as an industry, we have not needed to introduce uh, exceptionally 
lenient programs because we've had more business than we can handle. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. So why try to create more business when you have all the business you can handle? It's like a store saying, why should we have a sale when there's nothing on the racks and everybody's <laughs> right. buying our products in three minutes? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like Amazon. Okay. So we, so we haven't seen it yet. Yep. But I, I believe that as 2023 or 2023 approaches... Uh, I think as we, you know, work our way through 2022, we'll start seeing more and more creativity. Okay. We got about seven minutes on the program. We did have a listener, um, Terry, who said, can you differentiate between home prices increases in the lower 400,000 and the higher ends of the market above 800K? Um, That is a great question. We've gotten that that before. Yeah. The difference in home price increases. Okay. Yeah. So when we talk about Frederick County being up, you know, 12% plus, 14% plus in one year. Um, that is everybody. That is the $2 million home and the $150,000, $200,000 home or whatever's out there. That's everybody in a nutshell. <clears throat> um, here's what – that there is a way I can do that. There's It, it takes a little bit of time. I'm going to get back to this. But here, without, without crunching more numbers and getting a little more definitive, more granular okay. – I'm going to give the quick, the short answer on this one at first, okay? First of all, 500000 and under is where the fat, that's where your highest appreciated prices are right at right now. Those, those could, in certain areas, those downtown Frederick, 500 above, 500 and less, those are actually above probably 14%. They could be 16, 18, 20% this last year. Um, you get a house that's 500 and under up in Thurmont near where I live, and it's not going to be but maybe 10%, not 15 or 20. Um, there's no doubt about it, Terry, that when you get 800,000, you get 600, 700, 800,000 and above, the chances of that appreciating at 14% is probably pretty limb and slim. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got it's just got to be a really unique property and stuff like that. And there's a lot of elements that go over that. And Kenny kind of alluded to that as our appraiser as well, what constitutes a very unique property. Um, but as far as price range across the board, um, no, the $800,000 million homes, they're not going up 14% a year. My guess without getting more granular, and I can work on this because I have a way to do it, it's probably more like 8 to 10% on an average. Eight to ten percent. Yeah, okay. probably eight per eight, which is like stupid, crazy, unbelievable. Anyways, right? Yeah, because I I would think just in my head that it would probably be in the six to eight range. Yeah, but it's probably more because like eight. you're looking at. So let's take uh, an eight hundred thousand dollar loan at six percent. Okay. Mm. Um, ten percent is eighty thousand dollars. So six percent is going to be around forty eight thousand dollars. Okay, so so that's still a huge increase, right? Yeah. So I think that it's, you know, my guess would be it's going to probably be in the five to six range mm-hmm. more than the, you know, eight to ten range. But I'd love to see those yep. numbers. One of There's two ways I find those numbers, and I'm going to share with everybody. I'm going to pull the curtain back as a real estate agent. The first thing I do that most agents may not know how to do. I will find at least ten homes in Frederick County that have sold the same house, by the way, same house that has sold within the last three years, okay, okay. that has been above $800,000, and then I'll see what they just sold three years later or less, and then I'll figure out what's the percentage trend of that and divide it by the months, and bingo, there's your number. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I just did math that we didn't learn in college and high school. That, that, that's your home. Now, that's one. Right. And, that that's, is your and that will take me about an hour. That is one method, but I also have a second method. All right. We have five minutes left or less. Terry, life on the streets. Oh, my. I told everybody on Facebook Live before we came into the studio, 
I experienced something this last week I've never experienced in my 19 years of real estate. It just happened again. Here it is. And you know what I'm talking about. A condo, condominium. I'm selling a condo in Frederick. Uh, two days before settlement, the underwriter came back and said, oh, there was a special assessment. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it got paid. We produced the receipt. It's been paid. It's not outstanding. It, you know. Oh, then they came back and said, we want the management company to produce a list of all the repairs that are going to be made with that money. They didn't. They don't have it. They just collected it. They put it in a rainy day general fund. And guess what happened to the buyer's loan? I'm the listing agent on this condo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank God my seller doesn't need to sell this to buy something else or nothing else. It was just an investment. Here's the bottom line. The buyer's loan got denied. They're getting a new lender now because the underwriter would not give a variance and not accept the fact that the management company cannot produce something they don't have that you're declaring is a condition that you demand. So I'm going to explain real quick, and I don't talk very fast, but I'm going to just explain as quick as I can. What Darren's talking about is the special assessment. So if you own a condo, you have a condo fee, and that condo fee is, let's say, $300 a month, and that covers the common area. When you own a condo, you own walls in, okay? Yep, that's right. The condo association takes care of everything else. So basically, when you have a special assessment, that means that your your condo association the funds that they have available is not enough to cover the costs that have to be done. So they yeah, deferred basically maintenance, all that. deferred maintenance. So they'll do a special assessment. Now, Darren, the amazing thing about this whole story <laughs> is not that the underwriter denied the loan and that she was fighting, but the fact that how much was the special assessment per unit? The lowest I've ever seen in condo ownership and doing that real estate 19 years, it was $200, Your Honor. So between all the units, it's $7,200 that came in. And the underwriters demanding, we want to see proof where this money is going to be spent, where the projects that are approved, and the board doesn't have it yet. They just approved a $200 special assessment per owner. And that that was the end of the story. And they would not accept that as an answer. We put it on letterhead and everything. Send it over. Boom. Loan denied. So now the so what I did is now that I worked with the other agent and the other agent has another lender that that's not a stipulation. In fact, they said our underwriter doesn't care about the special assessment. We want to just get this loan qualified based on the buyer and we're done. So guess what? It's going to happen, but it's going to take like two weeks. That's amazing. So Darren's telling his telling me that story this morning. We're chatting figuring out the show. Darren's telling me the story. And I just kind of chuckled and I said, $200 a unit. I said, down in Ocean City, I've got a Make friend. sure everybody's, hold on, yeah. before you say the amount, all of our listeners, make sure your car has stopped. Make sure you're sitting down, your seatbelt is on, because what Terry's about ready to tell you, I fell off my seat, okay? So if I fell off my seat, this is why I don't own a condo, and I never probably would because of this maybe. I don't know. Tell everybody what happened in Ocean City with a condo. So there's a condo in Ocean City. I have a friend that has a place there. I was talking to him. Everything's good. And he said, yeah, we're getting nailed with a, a <laughs> special assessment that, you know, we've neglected the uptake of the building. And it's got to be, uh, you know, some foundation work and some outer things. Stucco, whatever. Yeah, stucco. Yep. We, they really got to do it. And um, I said, really? And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, how much is the special assessment? He said $34,000 per unit. <laughs> and it's due in a three-year period. So it's about an $800 a month 
assessment that is now added to the condo fees. Yeah, and the condo fee is already probably $600 a month. So so basically, just to let you know, they have to pay that $34,000. There's no saying, well, you know what? I didn't vote on it. Uh, I don't want to pay it. Uh, because what happens? So what happens at the beach more than anywhere? The beach, Wintergreen, Mountain Resort, anywhere it's a second home community, People that run the condo association don't live in the condo year round and they don't want to pay condo fees, you know, that are extravagant. So they always vote for the lowest. And then when these special assessments, when I was working in Wintergreen with people, they had a $58,000 special assessment one time on a condo and you can't get away from it. So you've got to be very, very careful when buying a condo. You got to see how strong that condo association is. Yeah, you want to. Uh, when I help people buy condos, I always check on past assessments, future assessments that are being proposed potentially, and all those kind of fun things like that. See, this two hundred dollar one that I was involved in, we already knew about. It, it was a piece of cake, right? So, but here's the thing: I had asked you, what do you think the owners of this condo in Ocean City are going to do right now? So you're going to see a lot of people that will put their house on the market, their condo on the market, and they will be the only depreciating pieces of property in Ocean City. And you'll basically have people come in that will say, hey, I'll pay the 34000 I don't care. I'm, I want a condo that's oceanfront, that's got a great view yep. that I can get in for less than market value. That's what's going to happen. So that's what you got to be extremely people, careful about. People are going to come in condos. and offer less in these sellers. Yeah. So it's definitely a hit your value. It's, it's no doubt about it. So interesting stuff here. So, uh, Alrighty. Um, yeah. So next week, Terry, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to um, definitely going to talk about answering that question. Any other questions you guys have, you got to basically get in touch with us. Um, and uh, we want to hear from you because, guys, this whole entire next year is all the content is to arm and danger you so that you as a buyer or seller are totally prepared. Um, you know, I'm excited. This is going to be a great year. I'm already off to the races. By the way, I'm leaving here in two minutes to go to our open house. It is at 4222 Catholic Church Road, five bedroom, three and a half bath on over an acre for a cool $675,000. So make sure you guys come out there. You can come see me today and see this gorgeous rancher that I know we're going to get an offer on any minute. So you guys take care. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Get your snow shovels ready and your snow plows sharpened up because it is on the way. Take care now. Thanks for tuning into your Frederick Real Estate Update to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244. 301-639-9244, or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. 
And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock. Oh,